What's up, everyone? This is the Runners Club podcast, and we are back for another one. Yeah, I don't even. I ain't, I ain't even keep count at this point. I don't even know what episode this is. I'm, I'm just here with. This is so. is what it is. Oh damn! <laughs> We're recording a little bit earlier than we normally do, and every uh, all the faculties are not here. But I mean, it's Ian. I'm here, co-host. Runners Club podcast. Hi. <laughs> and this is your other co-host Courtney Phillips welcome in oh, listen listen we only got a couple minutes until uh, our, our dope ass guest pulls up into the clubhouse and we chat them up but I got I got updates okay I, well Toronto mm-hmm. y'all just stay tuned don't go mm-hmm. far no let's talk guests let's say the amazing story but just come back because this marathon season has been freaking epic. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Somebody special even pulled up into town. You know what I'm saying? Just I caught, caught a quick flight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, pulled who? Up. <laughs> <laughs> who did that? Who did that? Who did that? <laughs> Why didn't they say nothing to me? Right. <laughs> But it was it was it was a it was a freaking super cool weekend. How 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 are you recovered, Brittany? Um, kinda, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think well, because I went straight from the marathon to then like celebrating Matthew's birthday, so mm. I was chilling. Okay, we got to hear about that. We got to hear so, about that. Yeah, I'll share. I'll share. You know, I love it. I love it. I don't know. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna get into it. We're not gonna. We're not. We're, hold we're not until Nico. Was in, I mean, I was like, that was our guest, but <laughs> I guess we was in. our guest, <laughs> right? Until he pulls up, and uh, I don't know, I don't know, what do we talk about for like two minutes? <laughs> I was just gonna say, let's just pause it here and we'll be right back this, with our guest, right? This is supposed to be the hook, this is supposed to be the thing yeah. that keeps people. This is the first two to three minutes is the hook that keeps people locked into the episode and ready. To freaking go, and we might have lost y'all, but it's okay. Those who are here, it's important. All right, we'll be right back. Yes, all right, we're back. We 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 made it to our guest. Yeah, <laughs> without spilling too many beans, and I mean it. The the introduction is almost not even necessary, but since this is audio, since you're probably driving or cooking right now. And you can't look down to see who has blessed us with his presence today. We got Nico of three of uh three run two in the building. I mean, like if I can get the engineer to throw a round of applause right in there, like this yes. is one of the OG run crews. This is like the blueprint for what so many of us um in the city of Chicago has created. And I mean, I'm I'm grateful to have met you. In the last few months, I mean, and and really seeing the inside of what Three Run Two is. Thank you for coming on the podcast. We are excited to hear more about your story, bro. Man, thank thank you both for having me. A, thank you for that wonderful introduction. I'm so flattered, um, and I'm just very happy to be here with you too. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I mean, Three Run Two is like it's. 
I mean, you can't you can't mention run crew without mentioning three run two. I mean, it's just it's synonymous with the term. It's 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 the same thing. But uh, before we talk about you, I do want to give a shout out to your sister because you did not yes. start this alone. This is yes. family owned and operated. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Most siblings can't stand each other. How how did you and your sister create this run club, run crew, and run it for so long together? Well, first, I just I, I appreciate that for you acknowledging her and shouting her out. And I know she will, too. And, you know, prior to me coming on this podcast, I, I did check with her and just say, hey, they invited me on this podcast. Is this something you want to join me on or do you want me to take this one? And I think, you know, we both play our position in, in three run two. And I think I'm kind of more of the talking head. So she's kind of more in the background, making sure stuff gets done, uh, in particular, our social and our photos. So she wanted me to take this because she does some her, her love and her respect. And, you know, how have, how did we start this or how have we done this for so long? Like, you know, we're best friends, you know, like we're obviously brother and sister, but we're best friends and like, we love each other dearly. And I just think that back when we started this in like late 2012, early 2013, um, we were just, you know, both into health and, and wellness and fitness and running in particular, but also like we wanted to do something cool. So that was the catalyst for, for getting this going. And I think that, um, you know, sometimes they say you shouldn't do things with, with, with friends or with family, but I think if, if, if you're lucky, if you have good friends and good family, you could do something amazing. And, and that's what I'll attribute the last 10 years to just having uh, an amazing partner and an amazing team. That's amazing. Um, so what is your sister's name? Her name is Micaela. 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 Okay. Yeah, see, wow. I, listen, I only met her one time, so I was not going to get the name wrong. Yeah. Well, you can call her Mika. Like, everyone Mika. calls her Mika. Yeah. Got you. Got yeah. you. Shit. Word to me, Mika, Micaela. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going. So, I'm going. I'm going for it. <laughs> Did, so you said 2013 was the beginning of 3 Run 2. Did you then, like, what was what was the catalyst? for that start, I guess. And had you been running before? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we got to keep this to an hour, so I'm going to try to be okay. brief. <laughs> so, um, so, you know, as I think a lot of us in our late twenties, early thirties, we get like a wake up call mm-hmm. and we realize that maybe some of the things that we've done as younger adults, we can't continue to do because, you know, it's not going to lead down a path of like, prosperity and, and wellness and stuff like that so you know in my family heart disease and diabetes it runs pretty rampant and I think for me a wake-up call was when my dad had a triple bypass so he mm. you know had some some a heart attack and he needed to, to have a triple bypass because his arteries were clogged and my uncle passed away from heart disease in his 50s you know so I was seeing this happen in real time and, and at that time you know I was going out quite a bit, you know, having fun, smoking <laughs> cigarettes, uh, not sleeping well, not eating right. And and I think my like my journey just for 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 health started late twenties, early thirties. For running, mm-hmm. for running in particular, it started um in twenty ten. And okay. it was it was kinda on a dare, you know, it was yeah. kinda like I had some friends who were running running the Shamrock Shuffle. And Mika was in this group of friends and she's like, you know, used to run it. I would dare you to run it. 
And I'm like, no, that sounds dumb. Like, <laughs> I was not a runner. Like, I mean, I actually dreaded running since elementary school because of the, the dreaded running mile test. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But something convinced me to do it. And once I signed up for it, I took it really seriously and I started training for it. And I'll never forget that day that I ran the Shamrock Shuffle. Uh, a friend of mine, David Howard, shout out to him. Uh, he, after I finished, he's Australian, right? So he's like, hey, good job, mate. And I was like, really? Like, that was good? I had no idea. And, and actually, yeah. it was funny, too, because that's when I learned, too, that, like, race day adrenaline will take you a little bit further than the paces that you've trained for. So I did yeah. way better than what I trained for. And I'll never forget, like, I'm not really one to talk about numbers or anything like that. Like, you know, cause it's often not about that to me. But I remember, I'll never forget, like, I ran an 843 pace. And that's not like, for some people, it's all real, right? But for me on that day, I felt like a world-class athlete. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, the first time you hit them low, that they get under that nine, it's yeah. like. It's different. You feel, like you say, you, you feel like a champ. Where's my podium? And. <laughs> and the personality that I am is like, okay, well, I found something that I like. Let me just do it to death now. So like every month that year in 2010, I upped the ante. So it was like 8K, 10K, 10 miler, Soldier Field 10 miler, mm-hmm. half marathon. I, I got a bid for the Chicago marathon. I'm not going to tell you, but it was on the black market. And, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and I, and I, I finished the Chicago marathon on October 10th, 2010. And I crossed the finish line and I'm like, never again. That was horrible. I was, mis- I was miserable. And then like the Maybe next day, I'm like. You ran the Chicago Marathon as a steward. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day, I'm like, okay, where do I sign up for the next one? So, right. I love it. So again, a very long-winded response to was I running before three run two? I was. We started mm-hmm. in 2010. I started running in 2010. Around 2013, I had already been running for three years and kind of had scoped the scene. And I'm like, you know. I and we want to start something in our neighborhood to run with our friends because it's, you know, at that time we were living in like Ukrainian village, Humble Park, so West Town. Right. And like, I just felt like everything running took place like on the lakefront or in Old Town or like not where we live. I didn't really mm-hmm. see that happening. And not to say that it wasn't happening because maybe I just mm-hmm. wasn't aware. I just right. didn't see. Um, so boom, Mika, what do you think? You want to do this? Like, I, I see this other other cities across the world are putting on for their city, aka Mike Stace of the Bridge Runners, aka Charlie Dark of London. I see they're putting on like we should put on for Chicago. Yes. And that's what we did. Wow. I love it. I love it. I just met some of them up in Toronto. So yes. Congrats, yeah. congrats to you and your fiance, by the way. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started. Don't get yeah, me started. Yeah, we're, we're we're don't get me started. Because my baby did a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh thank you. Thank you. But that's man, that that that's beautiful. I, I love the fact that that's what got three run two started. Is the fact that you you saw running happening in in places outside of what you called home, and you wanted to create that space in your neighborhood. I mean, that's 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 the same thing for Gumbo. That's the same thing for Seven on Sundays and so many of the other run crew, run crews. I know there's some that I think about about the same age as three run two, like Venados. And uh, Tortuga started a, a long time ago. I think this is the second iteration of uh, Tortugas and stuff like that. So, I mean, the amount of heritage that that's that's coming out of the city as far as run crews are, are beautiful. Um, like, what 
so I I mean I, I know you're not a big numbers guy, but you started three run two for you and your homies, right? At what point did three run two go from you and your homies to what I know three run two is today? Like how did that flip, that switch flip? So before I answer that question, I do want to shout out Venado because they've been doing it for a long time. Okay. And and I also want to shout out Ghost City Runners. I'm not okay. sure if, if you know who they are, like, but like at the time when we kind of started doing our thing, we we did like, oh crap, like Venados is doing this and Ghost City Runners is doing this. So much love and respect to both of those groups. Um it started pretty quickly, you know, it started like the snowball for three run two started pretty quickly. I think it was divine intervention. So, you know, December 17th, 2012, I shot out an email to my friends and my family. And I was like, hey, guys, do you want to get together in the new year on Thursday? I think it was January 3rd. We'll run some laps around Humble Park. And then afterwards, we'll get beer and tacos. What do you think? And I was being strategic. I was like, let's capitalize off of the new year and New Year's resolution. But let's uh... also let's also make it fun, right? Like, so people can socialize afterwards. And, and also, the, the catalyst of that email that day, it's kind of funny story, was me legit getting back from a run on like a runner's high. And I'm like, okay, today's the day I'm going to do this. I'm going to send this email out. And, you know, initially, it was like maybe nine or 10 people that showed up on that first Thursday. Wow. And then, like, we started documenting it right away, like, on social and putting the word out there and sending out weekly emails. And it just it just grew to the point where I think later that year when we spoke, like, um, establishments that we were meeting at, I mean, it was probably three or four times the size, if I remember correctly, maybe two or three times the size. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, you know, like, consistently, like, when you do things consistently, like, we were doing it every week for so long and then we added a different location and like you know then we start socializing like outside of our runs and we, we documented all this it just kind of grew you know exponentially i love that yeah a very long-winded yes. answer to your question no nah, bro listen this is your platform you telling the stories i'm, I'm these yeah. questions are alley oops go ahead and drive it down you know like I, I, that's you. what we want to hear is this is the story go ahead Courtney. Yeah, I just think, you know, this is the reason why we have these conversations is because we want people to like really understand what it is to build a community within running because running is such a different type of people. Um, and I, I think especially right now with so many run clubs growing, I think we'll be able to learn from each other from these conversations for sure. Um, but when it, I guess my question then is, is like when it comes to like your social media and like your community stuff, you've kind of kept it consistent, like just like week after week. You do, you have your parties, the post marathon party. Um, I think you said earlier that you're going to do like with us that you're going to do uh, like a turkey trot, but like what is, how have, how have you been able to do like three meetups a week? Cause for me, I'm like that, we did that for a short time with Gumbo Fit. And, but then, like we had a Wednesday run, Saturday run and a track. And I, it was like putting on small events every week, like three times a week. And then we had to switch things up. So like, you've been doing this for a long time, almost 10 years. How has it consistently shifted? And like, what changes did you have to make over time? Yeah. So I would just say like, 
um I, I don't know. Like I'll tell you I'll tell you what made me like stop <laughs> stop and really That's think so about enough. it. I don't know. What what stopped and what what kind of put a stop for not only me but all of us, I think, was COVID. And yeah. I think at that time I was really able to reflect like holy cow, for the last seven years we've been doing like Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, Thursday night, Saturday morning consistently. And like we were so stubborn and proud, like we would never cancel. On like days that we should have canceled, I mean, our bravado was like, nope, we're not canceling, we're running. Like it, it, it in retrospect, it's kind of cool, it's kind of silly, you know. Like I do right. not recommend people run in unsafe conditions, but I think now, as a new dad, that's my vibe. I've, I've mellowed. A, <laughs> I've, I've mellowed a little bit. But um, Courtney, I think like it takes, it just takes passion and determination and i think for us like you know this day i do not love running any less than i did 10 years ago i would say i probably love it more now but i think running as an individual and running and organizing a community is like two different things um so i think it was determination i think the community was also so awesome that i wanted we wanted to show up for them and i think that like not it, it just didn't feel like work yeah you know it just it was like the new normal yeah yeah and i think too that grit in the beginning where you're just outside in the freezing cold in the rain like that's the thing that brings people back because it's those extreme experiences that are like wow i got through that um mm -hmm. i i feel like i mean we did that in the beginning too i mean it's the it's the runner's grit as well yeah i know seven, seven on sundays only time we cancel. You've been doing that. Right. That's it. Like, if we're not running, we cheering for our runners. Like, that's it. So, I feel you on that. We are still in our young, dumb <laughs> uh, stage of our young run club. Uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, I'm, like, I'm just, you know, coming back from Toronto, Bridge the Gap, 10 year anniversary, I'm just so much in this space of, of heritage, right? Um, so before we come to the present and talk about the run two as it is now, um, I, I, I kind of, um, heard something when I was down there that three run two is part of the bridge to gap, um, initiative. Uh, if you could speak about the bridge to gap a little bit, and then also tell us how three run two got involved with that organization, that community right there. For sure. So, and you know, I feel honored for you to have heard that. You know what I'm saying? Because I think bridge the gap, at least kind of how I understand it, it's, you know, it's not really like, I mean, and you'd have to really ask Mike or Charlie about that, you know? I like, want to get but, them on. Oh my yeah, God, I want to get them on so I, I would, bad. I, I would recommend you do because they're great guys. And, and you know, also really quick from, from Bridge Runners, I also want to shout out Cedric, you know, because he's been very instrumental in that too. And there's a lot of other people, right, in this community. So one reason... Why sometimes I hate to name names because I don't want to leave anybody out, but there's a lot of amazing people in this community. Um, but it's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of loose, you know, like I don't, I don't think we, we didn't pledge to be a part of it and we didn't like sign up, you know, there's no like membership fees or membership dues. I think it was just a matter of like game recognized game, you know, like I feel like at the time when I became or when we became aware of like everyone else doing it in their respective cities, such as, you know, bridge runners or, um, run them crew or even uh, Enbro, Paris Running Club. It was just like, 
maybe they saw what we were doing. We saw what they were doing. We started communicating via social. We started liking each other's posts. Right. You know, like early on, um, I went out to New York for the Bridge Runners anniversary and I like physically connected with all those people, you know, like, so mm-hmm. I, I, I think it was just a matter of like, like-minded, it was so amazing that like-minded people were doing things in different places all across the world. It had like this camaraderie in this community and we got to know each other like online and in person. So, you know, I, I feel very fortunate to, to have played like some minor role in that and to be recognized by some of these people that, as part of that community. Because again, it's, it's not like Nico's in it, you know what I'm saying? Or three and two's in it. I, I think it's just yeah. a, a vibe and a feeling. Um, yeah, yeah. But I would say talk to the architects of that to really get a clear definition of how they view it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, uh, for me, for me, seeing all of these for me it's like bridge the gap was like a perfect name for it because it was like as for me as a co-founder of a black run crew uh having uh um one of three black owned run stores in the entire united states it whatever you're doing something in a white space you feel very isolated you feel very by yourself and the bridge the gap community does exactly that bridge those gaps make you feel like you're not alone make you f- reminds you that there's other people just like you building community building spaces for people who come from our backgrounds in different places not just here in Chicago New York but also uh uh uh, uh over the pond in, in Europe our I think one of the is from London right yeah. or something like yeah. that so it's like um, it's, it's 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 just dope, and it was really cool when I got there because I I did I, I I went there thinking like this was like some cool ass East Coast shit, you know what I'm saying? And to hear that you know there was a Chicago club that was part of that community and part of that heritage of building up these black and brown spaces in the sport of running for the past decade, it was like a a, a really big deal for me. Um, but that also brings me to uh, a bit of a, uh, a a bit of a controversial question for me. Um, Nico, as I know you now, like I've I heard your name before I met you, right? And so I meet you, and I realize, like, oh my god, man, this dude is this dude is Latino. This dude is 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 the same with me. But when I came into the run running scene in what twenty eighteen. You know, I thought three run two. I thought Nico. I thought that was a completely white space, you know, and because that's how it was sold to me. And that was my understanding of of what it is. So um, I guess my question is more of the line is today through run two today um, is uh, seems like a multicultural run club. And how have you been able to are you even focused on? keeping the core value of the fact that this was started up by two uh two siblings that come from um i, I believe uh, tell me if i'm wrong but y'all are mexican right oh yeah so so we're mexican and cuban right Mexican. And, that's what it was yeah. that was that was it so keeping yeah. that heritage is is it even a focus to keeping that heritage in the forefront of what three run two is or you know how how are you combating that right there where it's like it's coming off now as like a predominantly white space yeah so so 
if I answer that question and if I forget my train of thought, bring, bring me back to this question. I think it's a very important question. Gotcha. I want to I want to go back to the BTG thing real quick. Uh-huh. I think what we did early on as a community is we showed up. So we traveled for races. I remember going to there was this race in DC. It was a half marathon. It was like the Nike women's half marathon. And I'll never forget showing up to this race as a crew. And like people that we had previously connected with online were like, oh, oh, nice to meet you. Like you guys really exist because they only had saw us online and now they're tapping in in person and we're getting to know each other. So so I don't want to forget that. Showing up, going places, going to New York, having our runners go to other places and represent. And I just want to say one other thing about BTG is the amazing thing is how you and your crew just went to Parkdale and you got treated like family and how you're good there. They're going to come here and you're going to treat them like family. You're right. going to go to New, you're going to go to New York. You're going to, you, now you are good wherever you go. So to me, the best thing about BTG is I got friends all over the world who yes. I can like commiserate with, who that relationship be whatever I want it to be. You know, like it, it, it's about building and developing that relationship. So I just wanted to touch on that because I think it's phenomenal, you know, that we have these these bridges that have been built worldwide and that you legit have a, a running community that you can tap into it, it, anywhere. Anyway. It's, 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 it's crazy. Listen, my, my, I, I'm sorry, Cordy. I'm sorry, Cordy. If you have any name, please jump in. I'm just really excited coming off of this trip. Yeah. But I, I, what you said, like, I have a perfect story to illustrate that. Like, when, because we started off, that weekend started off with the run from Niagara Falls back to Toronto, right? And I, down there, I met a guy by the name of Harold, one of the co-founders of, what, 504 Run Crew uh, down in New Orleans, right? And he was talking to Aaron. Him and Aaron did escape to Chicago together. So they knew each other. So he was talking to Aaron. I was like, oh, this is Harold. This is the guy Aaron been telling me about. I want to get into this conversation and meet him. And so I tried to enter the conversation on the premise of a joke because he was talking to Aaron about running. And I came in like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm his run coach, da 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 And I'm, I'm like trying to joke and stuff. And he shook my hand, but I mean, he he completely went had didn't want to have anything to do with me in that moment because he was he was talking to Aaron, right? I mean, not rude. I'm not yeah, yeah. Not, not saying anything bad about it. Yeah, it's just you know, it, I, it just I wasn't necessarily welcomed into the conversation, right? Completely okay. fine. I came into the conversation wrong. Yeah. That's on Friday at midnight, right? Like Thursday night, Friday morning at midnight, right? I crossed the finish line at Toronto Sunday around one o'clock. And this man is like 800 meters from the finish line, running in with me, screaming at me. You got it, family. You doing it. You got it. Let's go. I mean, cheering for me. Like he went through 20 weeks of training with me. We go to the party, the post party, and I'm getting ready to leave. And I'm saying bye. He like, man, you family now. You you blow. We got to get you down to New Orleans. Come down here. I mean, we went from who the fuck is this guy interrupting my conversation to now. It's like, yo, like, nah, we here now. Like, you here. Like, look me in my eyes. We here yep. together now. And yep. it was, I mean, what, 24, 48 hours span, you know? <laughs> and now you're good. And now you can go to New Orleans and where to eat, where to stay, and where to run and have a warm bed if you if you really wanted to take it there. So, so that's that. I want to get back to the question. 
you know, uh, being, uh, you know, my sister and I and our background and, and what, you know, kind of how we view this, right? Mm-hmm. So, so, so my mom is actually from Cuba, born in Cuba, mm-hmm. and um, came here in like 1959 with her family, with nothing. And um, my dad is Mexican-American, right? So my sister and I, we were both born here, so I guess we're Mexican and Cuban-American, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's like a generational thing or, or what, but like obviously culture is very important to us. It's just who we are. It's just kind of like innate, you know? Um, I don't think like intentionally though, like I don't know if, if, if it's ever been like a focus of like, okay, this is going to be like, like, like we're going to go out there and market it this as this or sell it as this. I think it's always been more community focused, mm. like, right. Like we want to, we want to operate and exist in the communities that we live in and all the people that live and operate in these communities, we want them to join us. And, and hopefully that means that like uh, a wide variety of, of people from different backgrounds will join us. But obviously it's always going to be dependent on the communities that you operate in. Like if we were in Lincoln Park, it would be a lot different than us being in Logan Square. And also right. I think that's true. That's, that's also why like maybe the North Side Run might attract a different crowd than like the South Side Run, right? So like mm-hmm. I think it's always been very community focused. However, I think one of the catalysts, aside from just like, you know, wanting to combat like uh, heart disease and diabetes and, and those types of things was, you know, we wanted to represent being a runner that's, you know, from a Latino background, like, you know, you representation matters. Like if you don't see it, you can't be it. We wanted to be those people running around in our neighborhood so other people can see it and be like, oh, oh man, Nico runs? Like, I didn't know that. Right. Like, I didn't know that like this dude would be into that. Right. Um mm-hmm. so you know, like so I would say that for us it was always about like action as opposed to like talk. Like we wanted to show it because we mm-hmm. think like that's way more powerful. And I think one of the reasons why people don't really know too much about myself or, or my sister is because unless you have a relationship with us, like mm-hmm. we're not really putting ourselves out there in the forefront. We've always put right. the crew up front, you know, and it's like, I mean, even on social, like, you know, we both have private accounts to kind of keep things, um, you know, yeah, yeah. Pri- private, right? Our private life yeah, yeah. private, right? So, so yeah. So I hope that answers so, your question. So, so, yeah. What I'm understand what what I'm understanding and 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 correct me, please do, is that your focus is not so much on what people perceive through run to to be um a white run club. Your main focus is just building out that community to have a space for runners from multiple backgrounds to be able to come and enjoy the sport in your neighborhood, which is a predominantly uh, Hispanic and Latino neighborhood and stuff like that. Is, 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 is that what you're trying to say now? I would say that the intention for starting Free Run 2 was to run with like-minded people in the right. neighborhoods in which we run in. And gotcha. for it to be a safe space for people from all walks of life to join mm-hmm. us. And, and mm-hmm. that was the intention back then, and that's still the intention. Love and that. I would say that, like, you know, I think we're pretty proud of 
the people who have, you know, joined us and, and stuck around throughout the last 10 years. Because I think if you look around, like, it is people that may not have come together to really get to know each other and build relationships if it wasn't for running or this community. You know, it's, it's crazy because, like, like, I didn't start three run two to build a network. But when I look around at all these people who I had the pleasure of seeing multiple times a week for the last 10 years, we got a crazy network of people from all, you know, that do a lot of different things and from all different places, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. I love that. I mean, uh, it, it, it was definitely, definitely something I wanted to ask and give you the opportunity because I feel like three run, you, you don't have a public person. You don't have a public persona. Nico is not in the forefront having these conversations. And I feel like there are a lot of conversations and a lot of, being said about three run two that you know are just left up to whatever public opinion says they are, you know, because like you said, you're not in the forefront, you're not able to speak on these things. But I, I mean, for me, Seven on Sundays is a run club that was built to be a space for Black and Brown runners, a unapologetically Black and Brown space for Black and Brown runners, and in doing so. In creating that space, we have so many runners that aren't just black and brown. We have, you know, Asian runners. We have Asian Pacific runners. We have white runners from all different economic uh, classes and stuff. So we're definitely uh, through and through a multicultural uh, and diverse run club and stuff like that. But uh, uh, for me, and I don't say this in opposition to anything that you said, just speaking about Seven on Sundays, you know, for me, and you're right, it could be, uh, uh, what did you say, uh, a generational thing, because for me, it's, it is important to remind anybody who's looking at Seven on Sundays that this is an unapologetically Black space. Sure. Like, And I, I, I yeah. do believe that everybody gets the benefit from that, because if, and, and my fiance said, Karen says it's so much better, because this, this is her fucking lane right here. But like, if you make the if you make the person in the environment that has the less least amount of visibility um, the most comfortable, then everybody else gets For to be sure. comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like if I don't have to come into a space and perform and and put on uh, my, my interview voice or make myself as small as possible, I don't get to I don't I don't have to project that awkwardness in a space that allows for everybody else to be authentically themselves yep. as well you know so i also want to say this like i think that i think it's amazing what, what you guys are doing and i think there's a lot of different like um causes or not causes like reasons that people start yeah. their run club run club for their run crew for right like um and i think there's no right or there's no wrong answer right again i think for us it was just very straightforward like we want to run in our neighborhood with friends because right now we don't see that that exists yeah. and i think you know we want to find common ground with with everyone who is into running because we're into running then and now um and i think everyone's different you know so i love what you guys do and, and you know i think there's there's even like run groups and run crews that are started because they have like you know, like running to protest, for example. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that movement in New York. It was like, mm -hmm. hey, 
we're not really happy with some of the things that are taking place right now. We want to use running as that vehicle to protest. Like right. that's something entirely new, you know, and I, or to me it was. And I think that's amazing. I think it's so crazy how obviously runners are versatile and, and the communities that they build are, are, are that as well, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were saying something, you know, and I apologize. I hope my sound is coming through. So you were saying something about public perception and I didn't really catch all that, but yeah, but I'll say this much, like, you know, I don't know what the perception of three run two is other than like what people tell me. I try not to put too much in like hearsay. Like I'm, I'm right. also like not really involved in like, I try to stay away from like, I don't, I don't get involved in like drama or gossip or anything like that. Like whatever. So, you know, all I can know is like all, all Mika and I can do is just do what feels like right to us and, and kind of move forward in a way that's authentic and genuine and, and sincere to us. Like, I'm proud to say we've been doing that since day one. So, you know, that, that's all I can really say. I mean, you're 10 years here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, and, and, and <laughs> the formula me, clearly works. <laughs> and, and let me finish this too. Let, let me, I want to finish this thought because I forget things sometimes. <laughs> the generation thing. <laughs> um, you know, like, it is, Rerun two, there was no manual. There is no manual. You know, like mm-hmm. earlier this summer, we, we tried to like, you know, get, and we don't have to talk about it in this call, but we, we you know, we, we worked with some budding run crews and tried to give them best practices and give them a blueprint mm-hmm. or a manual. So if they chose to, they can use us as a resource, right? But three run two, it's like, hey, we started it because we wanted to run. And then things just evolve. And as they evolve, you kind of like shape it and mold it and form it. And that feels good. This doesn't feel good. This feels great. Let's do more of the great thing. So like, it's it's still growing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're still figuring out how do we approach this. So again, man, like love for anybody who A, is running or not running, organizing community with whatever your intention is. I think there's space for all of us to do what it is that we're passionate about. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love that answer. That was awesome. Um, I kind of wanted to pivot and ask you about something else, but I like, I think <laughs> three run two, what I think y'all are really good at is obviously the consistency, but then like you have gear, the way that you guys put out gear is really good. The, like the branding is on point. Um, it's like, it just looks very nice, I think. And then also, you know, shouts out to your sister for, you know, your social media, because like, that also is really great. And I know that that probably took a lot of time. Like I'm doing the same thing with Gumbo Fit. Y'all are doing that with seven on Sundays. And it's like, it's a lot of work. It's a full-time job. So like, yeah. So to see like, to the things that you're able to put out and the way that your community is able to represent you because you, you know, you make that merch and you make it good. Um, like I just, I see it, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank the, you for the, the too is like, it's basically also like a, a running brand, like a, a clothing brand as well. Basically. Like it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the way that we view it is, you know, we look at it as obviously first and foremost, the community. Um, but then we also look at it as a brand and we also look at it as event production. And um, it, it, it's a lot of work, right? And, and that's why I think you have to really love it to do it because it's, 
it's a passion project. It's a labor of love. You know, Mika and I, we don't do this full time, unfortunately, mm-hmm. yet, yet. And, um, you know, you, you have Is to want to spend, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. You know, like I, I think monetizing it, like, and when I say monetizing it, like not charging people for membership or anything like mm-hmm. that, because although that's perfectly fine for people who want to go in that direction, like mm-hmm. that's, I don't think that's something we've ever thought about doing, you know, but I think us being able to sell merchandise for people who, who want it, there's no obligation for people to buy it. It's for people who want it. Mm-hmm. That feels good. And, and you can monetize it a little bit, you know, or for us to host this post marathon party from people all over the world and they want to come to it and for us to sell tickets and monetize it, that feels good. It just kind of gives you the feeling that, Hey, maybe if I spent more time doing this, like 40 hours a week or 50 or 60 hours a week, maybe it could be a full time thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's real. And, you know, we've had a lot, we've had a variety of guests who have their own opinions about, um, you know, charging people for things because it's like, I agree with you. It's like membership. You just want people to come and run. But then it's like there's being able to put things on and asking someone, you know, to pay to enter. I think that that's okay. And I also think like, yeah, I mean, if you're putting so much work in it and you're not, it's not a full-time job, but you do put so much work in it. How do you, it, I, I don't think it's taboo to make money. <laughs> I mean, hey man. From your efforts, I, you know. Every, every, that, that Nike makes money. Oka makes money. You feel me? Trashmith makes money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think that, I think it's that, on, it's, 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 it's only, it's only taboo when, uh, when we try to make money. Right. Then it's like, I thought you did this for the community. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's only taboo when, when, yeah, when you know, when, when we try to make money. So. Yeah. I'll oh, yeah, say, true. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this. Believe you me, no, no one, my kid's not going to college off this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, exactly. You know, you, you just, you, you do, you, you do what you can just to justify mm-hmm. it. Because as, yeah. as an adult, I have to justify where I spend my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2000%. Yeah. 2000%. But, uh, and it's fun though. And it's like a project for me. Like, I'm really enjoying making like gumbo fit arts. Like, it's fun. It's creative. It's, it's actually like a creative outlet for me. So it's like, I, it's a win-win. It's good. And people want to support. I think it's a way yeah. for people to support you because they know that you're putting in that work and it's like, what's, what's a crew neck? What's a, you know, because they ultimately, to your point, want to wear it anyways. Right. Exactly. And and it, it's super fun and it gets you the opportunity to flex your creative skills and like, you know, I mean, Mika was able to, to build and hone her craft of photography mm. based off of all this. You know, she wasn't wow. a photographer before so it's amazing what running has brought to our lives and ooh, to that point so do, do you guys at every um do you take photos and then just send them to your community immediately after or do you just use your photos for yourself and this is like obviously more behind the scenes but i'm for just sure. curious yeah no and, and i really like these questions um yeah. because we want we want to be a resource but you know when our lives were a little bit simpler, meaning like before, before Mika had a child and I had a child, like we took photos of like every run and then we would post them like immediately on Facebook and then everybody could, you know, download them and share or whatever. So if you go look at our Facebook page, like you will see a visual history of free runs. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, that doesn't happen so often now just because of life, right? So like now, if you look at our feed, like we don't share on our feed too often, but we share on, on our stories. And I'm talking about like Instagram, right? So right. I think now the photos are a little bit more far into between. I think it's more like, um, like event focused, like, you know, like a big race or like the event we just hosted. Or even we have other photographers that we've been working with now too. Like when they want to come out and shoot, like, you know, we give them that opportunity. Like if they want to get their reps up, we'll give them that opportunity and it's mutually beneficial, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, like right now, like for example, the photos from all the marathon weekend, we have them posted on our Pixie set, which is 312.pixieset.com. And anybody can go and download them for free. We don't charge for them. And there's photos okay. of like everyone who attended, you know, any of our events. So, I feel like that's a huge value to people that we just give to that. I love that. That's dope. I need to uh, go visit that. I'm going to post pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, I mean, uh, you, you mentioned, I, I definitely want to touch on Nike a little bit uh, before we get out of here because I believe, were you guys the first run crew to to have a have some kind of relationship or some kind of deal with Nike and it was definitely before this big run crew boom, right? I love this question. I love this question because I think every I, I feel like this is a really great area and like it, you know, I don't really know how these relationships work with crews and respective brands, but we've never had anything on paper with Nike. And mm. and obviously no offense, like, you know, Nike is my favorite brand, and I think that has to do with growing up in Chicago or right. when I when I did with Air Jordan and, and, and everything. Um, but we've never been on paper with with any brand, and I'm not sure if we ever will. It it, it really wow. it really has to make sense for us, you know. Like, um, we have relationships with Nike. Like, we have a great relationship with Nike Chicago. You know, we have relationships with other brands too, but um, we've never been a powered by Nike um, crew. That's and, shocking. I had no idea. And, but and let me just, go ahead. I was just going to say it, it's shocking, but it's also not shocking because I, if you consider the time now that it's like almost, you know, nine, 10 years nearly, like it's like, it kind of makes sense that it could just, it, you, you guys were earlier on. So who knew like even what were, what would, what was being offered to you at that time in the beginning or if anything was being offered at all. Yeah. And and again, I think it's really a gray area how, how those types of things work, you know? So I don't, I don't want to speak on, on that, that part too much because I'm not really sure, but I think the reason people always thought we were like associated with Nike is because a lot of times we would print on Nike merch or Nike brand, but that's because we sourced it ourselves. We found out where to source it. We found out where to print it. We put it out and we sold it. And that's why we always sold our gear because we had paid for it. We never, yeah. you know, got it for free. I mean, like, clearly, like, we've been seeded things before. And, like, we've, right. we've, able, we've even benefited from seeding and then being able to seed our community. Like, that's wonderful. And, and we love that and we appreciate it. It's always fun getting stuff, you know. Um, but it's never been a contractual obligation. Wow. Okay. That's dope. Ooh, the spelling myths. I would fucking love it. There we go. <laughs> and again. I think everyone has like, like kind of similar to what we were talking about earlier. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do things. I think it's whatever works. It's whatever works for you as an individual, as a leader, and whatever works for your community the best. Yeah, two thousand percent. I love that. I love that. 
love that. Man, I mean, Nico, I I I don't even know where else to go with this. I know we can go uh, a million a million more places with it. I mean, with our are there any are there any future plans for through run two? I mean, how how far do you see this going? I mean, we we what ten years in now? Yeah. I mean, where where does through run two go from here? I don't know, man. <laughs> I wish I had like a five year in your plan. I don't, you know, like I will say that, you know, I, I, I touched on this a little bit, but I think the 2020 really opened our eyes that, you know, maybe we don't have to go for four runs a week. Maybe, maybe Nico doesn't need to be at every run. I mean, Nico can't be at every run anymore. You know what right. I'm saying? And but I think the boy dead in there. <laughs> right. Shout out my wife and my son. Um, yes, congratulations. Thank you. Um, you know, like, there's so many people in our community that lead from where they can. And yeah. it's nice that I have people that I can lean on and say, hey, I can't be there tonight. Can you cover that? Or, you know, for example, our cheer squad was entirely, like, executed and planned and organized by people in our community. Like, I, di- I didn't really have much to do with the exception of, you know, pick up the speakers and drop the speakers off. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. shout out to all of them. Shout out to, like, all the people in the crew that, like, really put things down the field and and, 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 and help. It is very much appreciated, and I'm not going to name names because, again, I don't want to forget anybody, but... Um, I think it takes a village. It, it takes a village, and I know you guys know that. And, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I would... Offline, I would love to talk to, to both of you guys and see how your crews operate and what your thoughts are on all these things too. Because I feel like the sharing of information is so important and, and mm-hmm. valuable. I know me and you definitely sitting down next week. Like that was one of my one mm-hmm. of my things I was on schedule once I got back from Toronto. We sit down would, next week to talk. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, same. I feel like like one on ones are great, but then also like even just having some sort of a forum. Or like just a platform for leaders of run clubs to come together and actually like have real conversations. Um, can I do a plug real quick? You did ask me. Now, now I, I, I do I do have something I want to talk about. Yeah. Let's go. So one of the things that my sister did this summer is um, we started another company, and it's called West of Western, and it, it's operating in this running space, and you know we we've been involved in this culture and creating these like cultural moments for so long. And we know that like brands want to be involved and, you know, we can help them be involved, you know, like not necessarily as three run two, but as like Nico and Nika as subject matter experts on this culture and this community. And, and we want to get them involved in a genuine and productive and authentic way. You know, so that's why we started West of Western, because I think, you know, people were approaching us as a quote unquote run crew, but we're like, hey, we're so much more than a run crew. Like, we do a lot of things and we didn't know if like, if like that was coming across. So we're like, you know what, we need to start something else entirely to have these conversations with brands who are looking to get involved in this space. So that's what we did. So that is, you know, one thing that Mika and I are doing right now. So if brands want to talk, they can tap in. Love that. I love it. 
West West of Weston. I love West of Weston. Yeah. Where, where can where can where can they find West of Weston? Is there a website? Is there email? Yeah, so we're working on the website right now. It's there, but it's just like a blank page. But they can tap in on um uh Instagram. It's like at West of Weston. Love that. Another, um, we plugged, uh, what is it, Bridge Runners earlier. So just in case anyone is interested in that or wants to get more information, do you have any, um, uh, do you know how to be a part of that? Or like how, yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like the Bridge the Gap movement, you mean? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. How do you become a part of the movement? Um, how did you become a part of the movement, maybe? <clears throat> I think we just represented and we showed up, you know, like, that I would say, Ian, what you guys just did this weekend, and you actually like went down to, to Parkdale and and you know were in community with all these different people. That's just kind of how you do it. It's kind of nice because I don't I don't know if there's many things these days where you can kind of get involved. Yeah. And it, it really it's really just all about the effort you put in, not necessarily like anything else, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't. There's not like a, a set Instagram page. So I think Bridge Gap is just like you just follow. The run clubs that are part of that community, like the Bridge Runners, like uh Parkdale uh runners, three run two, uh five oh four, you know. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I don't know all of them. Aaron is like knows a lot more. I'm like just getting introduced into this uh into this world. But um, I mean, follow these run clues, run crews, because they if if you know Courtney, you know Nico, you know Ian, you know what we're doing here in the city of Chicago. These run clubs have been doing it in their respective cities for about as long as Nico, but <laughs> definitely longer, yeah. longer than seven on Sundays yeah. and gumbo fit. And they do, mm -hmm. they have community, they go together, they share spaces. I mean, they was they were showing me about the race in South Africa that I want to go to. Uh, yep. I can't remember the name of it, Carmine's Carmine, Comrade. like Comrade. Comrades. Like I, I want to go do that with them, you know what I'm saying? 2024. So it's like get go go to these spaces, go to these places, pop up at, you know, um, uh, uh, what New York, the New York marathons, like go run in other cities because I mean, it's worth it. It's a community out there. They're there. Find these run clubs. It was, it was amazing. Like I did the, uh, the snake run. Um, shout out my man, Nacho, man. Oh my Nacho. God. Nacho <laughs> is cool as shit. Nacho <laughs> is cool as shit. And that was fun. Like, it was supposed to be, a, I, I was told it was a three-mile shakeout. It was a five-mile art tour, okay? <laughs> you know what? Nacho, I've heard stories about Nacho. He is le he's he's legit. That That's what I'm saying. Like, we have these amazing people in this worldwide community that you can develop these relationships with that will change your life. So maybe on some parting words, like, I would say... You know, don't even think about it as just Chicago anymore. Think about it as the world and how you can connect with people online and then connect with them in real life if you make that effort. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. I love that, man. Thank you, Nico. Thank, thank you, guys. You, thank you, Courtney. Thank you. If you have anything else. No, that was great. I just appreciate you taking the time to hop on, have a conversation with us and just, you know, be honest about everything. and But also show us, like, kind of your ways because... There's just mm -hmm. so much to learn. Um, yeah. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, Next yeah. time we'll have to have you and your sister on. I want to interview you know? guys. I need a podcast. Ah. I want to interview you guys. <laughs> just say the word. We'll be right there. Uh, <laughs>
okay, maybe one last thing is Mika and I, we want to be resources. So please, like, if anyone, like, wants to know about anything, like, man, DM us, you know? Yeah. Like, we're happy to help if we know the answers. Love, love it. it. All love right. it, love well, it. Three run two in the building. Thank you, man. You have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. All that right. Was, that was awesome. That was really good. That was really good. I'm happy we got to speak to Nico and a three run two like crew, you know, like like I was just telling him, uh, it's just you don't three run two don't talk too much. You know what I'm saying? They just the most marathon in this crew. You know what I'm saying? They just get these mouths, you know, and 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 they let everything else speak for themselves. But to be able to have uh, three run twos found on here to you know even touch just a few of the things that um that is spoken about three run two and they tell their story a little bit, man. I'm super grateful and appreciative. Yeah. Of it. Nico's great. And I think, um, it's been, he's a guest that I've wanted to have on for a while, but I didn't, I hadn't really like interacted with him a lot. So I kind of wanted to like see him in person one more time, have another conversation, vibe a little bit. Cause it's kind of, you know, we like to, we like to talk to friends. Yes. And if you don't feel like a friend, then the conversation <laughs> just doesn't happen so naturally. Right. Right. Two thousand percent. Speaking speaking of friends, what you been? Hey, friends. Uh, I'm. I'll go. I'll be quick because I know you got all the updates. No, it's you ain't got to be quick. Take you your know time. what I mean? I'll be Take quick. I don't time. even know where to begin. Because um, your yo, your story been busting. <laughs> You acted up. <laughs> so go oh, ahead. Let's just start line. Where we going? <laughs> well, Chicago Marathon was amazing. I'll start there. It was. Okay, being able to, I, I, I'm almost at going home because right now Chicago feels like a second home to me. I can't <laughs> let that go. It's a time that it's just like I just. Mm, this makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside when I go to Chicago. <laughs> Seeing everyone going to all the festivities over the weekend, like the Nike block party was lit. You know, shouts out to uh, uh, Mama K for getting, you know, mobility popping at the, at the block party. That was amazing. I did that class. But also just seeing everybody, that was amazing. Um I also stayed with my friend Abana. Shouts out to her. <laughs> I was right okay. downtown and the marathon ran right in front of it. I hopped out I the front it. door on Sunday, like, you know, and just walked my little self to a bike, got on an electric <laughs> bike, and biked <laughs> over to, you know what I mean, 35th in Indiana. It's nice, <laughs> easy, you know, breezy. And, you know, and also shout out to the team because I uh, basically, I just showed up. I got. Olivia to take photos for us, but like Mike and Zindi, they really mm-hmm. just showed up and yeah. did the thing. But you guys also showed up and did the thing. You had your tent, you had the DJ, we had the the barbecue situation. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so glad I eat. I'm so glad I eat meat right now <laughs> because those are, those hot dog brought things. Yes, yes, yes. It was. It was. Like I know this is so corny, but it was it was a fucking movie, man. It was. Oh my god, it was it was it was amazing. I was out there at six a.m. 
before they close the streets down with the U-Haul, emptying the U-Haul, you know, grocery run, pulled up, Lucy pulled up, run mom right there, she pulled up, chopped off everything, and we was over there. You, you know, guys had us set up. Yeah, like, listen, oh, like, I talk, like, great. listen, like, this is the mission, like, this is my personal mission. The condiments for the burgers and hot dogs? The way it was just laid out, I was like, "Oh wow!" Mm-hmm. Was, I don't have was that with Chef, Chef Flam, I think his name is. Like, I don't. Yes. Sorry, I don't he was. He was doing it, and I know he was getting hot. And he brought his dog. I was like, "It was just great." The DJs, DJs, oh, all I wanted. Heavy vibing, Gemini. Heavy oh, vibing. It was hitting from eight o'clock to about four o'clock. The neighbors who live on that street were like, "What is going on?" But you could tell that they low key enjoyed it. We started early. There is yeah. no sleep on a on a marathon Monday. They pro- see the thing is, is they're probably so used to just having the little ding a ding a ding. I want to ring their doorbell Saturday. Oh, you oh you're good for that. Oh yeah, I want to ring their doorbell. I was like, "Hey, you're so proper. Don't don't call the police on us." Right. So early shit. We're gonna be a little loud. Speaking so of the you, police. So you could just come and hang with us. Oh, the police have you fucked up putting up the barricades. I said, you know what? It's okay. I'm gonna turn this around, make it a positive. Now I have something to lean on. Right. That's how I felt. I said, now I can right. lean. It's Man, okay. that the fam ass was going hard. <laughs> He's gonna had him brought out the barricades. Where'd y'all get the barricades from? Okay, yeah. not the barricades. <laughs> they was trying they so them hard. Tucked. Them barricades ain't mean nothing. <laughs> Not a damn thing. What were they gonna do? They had them tucked in the corner, like ready to go, and they just pulled them off the off the they truck. They gonna be out there next year. And then they just went bop 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 because we was doing the most. We were damn near in. We were basically forcing all the runners to bottleneck at certain points because we were excited to have them, you know, pass us. We were excited to celebrate them. I would say, you know, to your point, you came up to me and said that, you know, some runners were taking it better than others. Mm-hmm. Some, oh, some runners appreciated yeah. the, the, we, the litness and other up. ones. Yeah. Y'all, well, we got fucked up. Wanna, y'all. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, seven on Sunday. <laughs> listen, we showed up with about 20 bottles of champagne and yeah, we going to spray it on our runners and did not consider that we would be spraying other runners as well. So sorry. 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 We, we did learned. get one. One person flipped us off, and we instantly we stopped. We yeah. was like, no more, no more champagne. We will not be doing any of that. Uh, to Karen. So we're we're done. We're done. Yeah, Karen was on it. She was like, she spotted that middle finger. She was like, oh, hey, 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 hey. This is over. Put the bottle down, okay? Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, but it was a good time. It was a party. Sid from Pioneers was like, this is fucking lit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. He's like, this is exactly what it needs to be. He's like, y'all just did that. I said, yeah. Yes. <laughs> he did yeah. not want to leave. Yes. He was enjoying ourselves, man. Like, he was enjoying ourselves. I mean, then everybody enjoyed that part. Like, it wasn't just our yeah. runners. Like, no. everybody enjoyed it. Like, I got pictures of runners I don't even know. Excited as hell, posing for the camera, screaming, going hard. Like, they love it. They love it. I also, Pat, you, you, did you get my, uh, okay, so for the, when the visuals come out, I'm over here wearing my uh, crew neck, gummo fit crew neck. I'm very proud of it. The, the, the white on the light gray, I feel like it's just yeah, yeah. very, like, vibey. Mine, but, uh, 
I'm gonna say nineteen. I'm gonna say nineteen. I got mine. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, got, I, ain't got, I, ain't got, I ain't got no. I ain't got no. What, do you, what, what was that shit y'all was passing out? What's that green powder shit? No, you didn't get no AG. Oh, I, got, I got some, bag. but I ain't got it now. Damn, the whole <laughs> thing. But it's listen. It was you know. It was it was such an amazing. I mean, I like 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 two thousand percent, two thousand percent. I want to thank Lucy from Grocery Run. I mean, like, I mean, like. For real, like I have to thank her. I had like her, you know. She she grocery run club. Like they pulled up. Like they brought that food. Um, August came through with the uh, with the wines and stuff like that. Uh, that's Marina's boyfriend, not my August. My August does not. But not he was showed up with some apple juice. Um, <laughs> but uh, Augie with the uh, with the Los Naturales wine, like that. She was hitting. I mean, like, I, but Lucy really, really came through and helped make that that space as big as it was. Um, and also, also Paige. Oh, Paige turned Paige. into an MC. Paige, like, like Paige. for a minute, like, a minute, like, the speaker wasn't really working, the microphone wasn't really hitting, so I kind of, like, stopped talking. Paige was like, oh, you ain't nobody, ain't nobody using this? And she yeah. got fucking... Up, yo. yeah. I oh, I'm about to turn up a notch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> about to turn up a notch. Listen, yeah. I was happy as hell because, like, talking for six straight hours, I wasn't trying to do it. But she turned it up. Like, she legitimately made it a party. So, shouts out to Paige for that. There was a dance party. Yes. Yes. For, like, for, like, more than half of the cheer session. Yeah. yeah. It for was, like, like, for, like, two hours. <laughs> for like a good two hours, yeah, we was just yeah. in and out, in and out. That was good. I don't, I don't even know. How Mike to even got into yeah. the circle. Yeah, yeah, I got, a, I got a picture of him dancing. Oh, I love it. I got a picture of him dancing. Like, boy, I ain't know you move like that, boy. <laughs> I ain't know you did that. Mike was so lit. I, me too. Honestly, we was all very happy. You know, we were all hydrated and we were eating well. Yes. Yes, we was out there. I think it was supposed to end at two o'clock. Ended at like four thirty. Yo, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up making it to the after party, but I was I was hurt when I got home. Oh, do you remember seeing you there? Did we see each other? Yes, I literally looked you in the eye, gave you a hug. Ah, so I don't remember. <laughs> I was there. I literally waited outside with Aaron to get in. Oh, I was not waiting. I know, I, but I, I I got in me, that door within five minutes of pulling up. I I saw somebody. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say who it was. I don't I don't think they want me want me to say their name. But shouts out to her. You are awesome. I cannot wait for the uh for the uh uh what's that shit? What's that shit called? Gala? Yeah, I can't wait for the gala. Let's go. Yeah, I didn't mind waiting because I think I needed a moment to breathe. I was like, because <laughs> I just needed a moment to just like stand and like. I couldn't have just got out the car and gone straight to a party. I was, yeah. The marathon was, <laughs> I was hurt after. Like, I needed to take a nap, <laughs> you a shower, get out. Woo, yeah, that was a lot. Oh, uh, man. I love it. So, yeah, so, I mean, there there was that. And then, um, and then I, like, I came home, I flew home, and, and then Matthew, like, I, the bur- the marathon is on the ninth. 
Matthew's birthday was on the 8th. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So, and I left on like the, the 7th, right? So, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you guys like the understanding. You're an, you're an, and this you're happens amazing wife. You're an amazing every wife. year. Right. <laughs> every year this happens. Matthew's birthday is the Chicago Marathon. And it's and it's been like this for the past three years. As long that as Gumba Fit has been a thing. That is hilarious. Yes. Know. Yeah. So I you know, but so beforehand I was doing a lot of work with him about like, okay, what do you want to do? We need to book this, we need to figure this out. Cause you're not gonna have a bad birthday. It's not gonna be my fault. Okay. We're gonna plan something. Well, and okay. it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna be the following Monday, Tuesday, okay? You know? But then I did well because when I was in Chicago, I, like, got him some Bandit stuff, which, if you want to rewind real quick, you having Bandit in your store, amazing. Uh, I heard that. Did you, did he, did Sid give you the rest of the Pioneer stuff to have in your store? Oh, yeah, yeah. We launched him Pioneer. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spoil it. No, That was a spoiler. Nah, because he kind of gave me a lesson. And I said, yes. Let's go. Fuck yes. <laughs> How it should be. Exactly. So this yeah. makes me very happy. And I'm very, that's just like, so, but I got Matthew some birthday gifts of the bandit sweater. Loves it. Got him some socks. Fantastic. Got him a little Pioneer Marathon t-shirt. You know, 20, it was what it said. Like, it was like 2022, but then up top it was like 2048. I don't know what that yeah. is. What does that stand for? Okay. I don't know. Um, I didn't know if I was like missing something. Yeah. (laughs) 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 No, but it's dope though because it's like Mm -hmm. like this shirt is timeless. Um, and what else did I get him? Oh, and then the Gumbo Fit crew neck, just because obviously because he literally designed it. (laughs) Uh, I love it. The white Um, and gray. There we go. Yeah. Well, I designed that part. He designed the (laughs) the new logo. Yeah, it's clarifying. Um, so yeah, so I went home and then um, he, he we went to Joshua Tree and that was really beautiful. Um, was able to just be out in the desert. The stars at night were phenomenal. I did not go for a run, mm-hmm. but I did swim in the pool. I got in the hot tub. I did a little contrasting. You know, mm-hmm. I just use that as recovery. Okay. Because the cold, the, the pool was ice cold. It felt like an ice plunge. But Not too much. But we, I feel like we can handle it. You've been there. You know what it's like to be cold. For me, I'm almost like I, the cold. Do you know Wim Hof? You know the Wim Hof method. Nah. I'm about to put you on. So hope, I'm gonna put you on for the okay. for the, our listeners to who do know Wim Hof and his whole like cold like theory around being cold. Like he, this guy, he loves the cold. Oh shit! He must be. He must not be from Chicago. No, he's like from Europe. <laughs> His name is Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Wim Hof. Okay, um, yeah, me on. We call him the Ice Man. Oh, so, the nigga who can like be in like super cold and like don't even. Yeah, I don't. Need now to know you know what I'm talking about. about what he yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm just saying, cold therapy. That's that's what I was on. I was eating good, sleeping good, recovering. I felt really great. Um, yeah. And that, what's and I, what's I do for Matthew's birthday? We went to Joshua Tree. 
Okay, I missed that part. Okay, my bad. That's what I'm saying. We went to job. Yeah, he said, I stopped listening. (laughs) (laughs) I got lost. I was like, how did, wait, what's going on? How do we get to the pool? Did we we, we already do? (laughs) Yeah, I came home and then we went to Joshua Street. And it was from Tuesday to Sunday. And like uh, Matthew's sister and her fiance came out from like, Wednesday to Saturday, and so Matthew and I had like the tail end parts, and we were just chilling, kicking it. I, I finally it. watched uh, Nope, which was really great. I haven't seen it yet. Watch it, it's great. Yeah. About aliens, yeah, I see that, but all, all the other things, it's, about, okay. it's also about spectacle. Okay, I got I gotta see that because I saw Woman King, which was going on. Yes, I saw that too. I love it. That was so long ago. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, we have we have, what's that? we haven't <laughs> done it. You told me that like three weeks ago. Okay. Hmm. No, nope, it was it. like forever ago. What you talking about? Yeah, and I we watched it on a TV at the, at the Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, so right. yeah, that's basically my update. I don't know why you. Nah, nah, nah anything to your update. That ain't anything to your update. <laughs> what you talking about? That ain't the end of your update. <laughs> That ain't what your IG be saying. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What else? You bought some Band-Aid. <laughs> you bought some Pioneers. I think you might have bought something else. <laughs> you just been buying shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Man. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't think people realize that I really like cars. <laughs> like, I fucking love cars. And, um, you know, but you wouldn't know because I was driving around in like a Honda Civic most of the time I was living in Chicago. <laughs> okay. Everyone remembers the Honda Civic. She was Little riding BB. around like she was riding around like she had backwoods in the middle console. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? You were, oh, my God. Yes. So, you know, and that's been that's been it. But like, you know, I've always I have been interested in electric cars for a long time. I've wanted an electric car for a long time. And now that Matthew and I are in, in LA and we don't have a car, we didn't have a car. Mm-hmm. We was figuring it out. And then we decided to get a Tesla. And so now I have a Tesla. I have a Tesla. I want you to act in the fool. What? She's like a whole kid with a new toy. It's just funny as hell. Just content, just for no reason. Just to show the Tesla. You think this is about the dog? No, it's not. It's about the no. sunroof. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, I hate you right now. No. Yeah, it's nice. It's you. nice. I love um, it for you, man. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, for those who haven't seen it, it's white, not a Y. Um, you got the sport tires on it, which is fun. Which is fun. <laughs> I love it. You know, you got the good. sport. <laughs> what the kid? <laughs> skirt, skirt. The pickup on that thing is insane. I plugged that thing into the supercharger yesterday for the first time, and I was like, "Damn!" It like because we charge it at home and stuff like that, and it goes pretty slow. But like, it's crazy to just pull up to like a Tesla supercharger station, and it's like fifteen, twenty Teslas all parked up, and everyone's charging their stuff. 
And it's just like, it's like this, we don't look at each other, but it's also just like, hey, you know what I mean? So, it's, like, it's like Harley Davidson owners. It's like, yeah. Or like, yeah, Jeep Wranglers, people who own those, yeah. they do that. So. I love that. I love that. See, y'all just be at the charging stations. Don't be talking to each other. Oh, hey, it's another. It's new. It's just this is normal. This is normal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Wild. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love that for you. Congratulations. Congratulations on everything. You know. Thank you. Y'all here winning. Thank Y'all you. here doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for you. I'm here with you. You know, being eco friendly. I love it. I love it. I love it. I wish I wish that was like something we could do in Chicago, but I just I don't get it. I don't see how you could have a if you gotta own a home to have an electric car out here. Well, if you are open to charging it, you charge you would just charge it up. You can literally plug it into your home. You could yeah. I see people out here who just have like their plug in coming out of their house. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah, but that's you, it. Ain't, ain't you can't just, but yeah. ain't, ain't, ain't a whole lot of like public charging stations. Like I can't just be out and just be like, oh, bloop, bloop. You, you don't know. know. No, there are. They're they're inside a parking lot. I've seen them. Like in Chicago. Yeah. I've seen them out here in the birds, but I ain't seen them in Chicago. They're in downtown. Also, I don't have a car, so I don't really be in parking lots. So I yeah, they're like. <laughs> I only know just because I've like driven in a Tesla a few years ago, uh, and when there, yeah, there's like a few little um, supercharger spaces. But yeah, to your in 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 LA, yes, there's more. They're everywhere. I love that. Um, so we'll see. You know, so it's, it's like it's a little vibe. It's a vibe. I, I bet like Matthew and I are interested in that. We've looked at been looking at this Tesla for a while. We ordered it. Um, as a tip for anyone who is looking to get a Tesla or wants information about one, you order them and then you have to wait because you get notified when one is ready for you. And if you don't get it, then it moves on to the next person who's in line. Mm. And so this happened to us, like we, we were out of town or something like that. We couldn't get it. So then we had to wait like an additional two, three weeks. And yeah. But then also because you do have to wait for like the new ones, they'll want people who are reselling their cars. They cost more than when you just order it from Tesla because some people don't want to wait. So they just pay more and they, so then it's like, it costs more to get a used Tesla than it does to get a new one. Man, that's a come up. That's crazy. And then you just take that money, get you a new Tesla and then you pocket the rest. <laughs> Living Tesla's Living Tesla's really good. The other car that I really love, and I know that this is a running podcast, but I just want to share my passion quickly because I don't feel like I have the platform to do so very often. Because <laughs> Matthew likes cars, but I fucking love cars. Another electric vehicle that's come that is out and which is like in the Midwest, which you've probably heard at this point because I've also talked about it, is the Rivian. And the Rivian SUV, there's a pickup truck, and it's like mm. It's marketed towards adventurous, like millennials, mm-hmm. the people who want to go on hikes, the people who want to go camping, the people who like road trips. That's what this is. And they had a pickup truck for the longest, and now they have their full SUV. When I tell you that shit is sexy, the all white. Oh my fucking god! I saw one for the first time yesterday. It's called a fucking Rivian, and it's so dope. So, yeah. 
These are the yeah, things that I might, like. Y'all might be coming too far out. So. <laughs> no, then that might be like five years from now. You know, we. I love my Tesla. I need to name her. She's white on the outside, black on the inside. Okay. Right. You know, uh, I need a name. So I'm I'm currently taking suggestions at any outside, point. Black on the inside. Okay. Yeah. Uh, black tires. She's cute. Drake. Drake. Tell me why I was listening to Drake recently. Scorpion is so good. <laughs> Scorpion is so good. Oh I mean, my god. Sandra yeah. Rose. There's another one I was is there more? Is it this is it there more? I think it might be that one. It's just a great yeah. I was like, Ian would be so proud. Because I was <laughs> I was like bumping Drake in my car and just every song was just just, oh, yeah, wow. just I, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I love it. No, it's one. If you can get past like a lot of Drake songs, it's a really great album. A lot, a lot of Drake. Yeah, you gotta skip it. Yeah, it's a lot of Drake. Yeah. A lot of Drake. I love that. I love that. So, I listen. That. I'm happy for you. The Tesla, the 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 Joshua Tree. Those all all sounds amazing. Those all awesome. My uh, my recap. I mean, it was Chicago, which we already covered, but then Major. I turned around and a week later we went to Toronto. Like what rest, what recovery, you know what I mean? Like we go, we just do this. Zero. 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 We jump I mean, from I one to the other. Tuesday, I, I, I emptied out the store because uh, Grocery Run Club had their entire chair section in the store. Um, so I was at the store, like kind of cleaning them and straight, uh, straightening it up. Wednesday, I think. Oh, wait a minute. First of all, first of all, let me go back yeah. to Chicago Marathon. Okay. But, uh, you know, uh, shout out to Karen's homie who let us borrow her Gold Coast condo. And niggas was living Little nice. Wow. You know what I'm what, what, you take pictures what, out the window. What button did I have to press? I might have been 26. I think I had to press the 26 Damn. button. Oh, you know okay. Penthouse. You feel me? You know, no, no, not that high. It was a lot of floors above us, but you know what I'm saying? We was on there. <laughs> but we was high. We was up we there. Was high. You know what I'm saying? It's a little balcony. I can see the water. I see the why I, I I saw the way the moon, you know what I'm saying, just lit up the water on the lakefront. You know what I'm saying? Wow. That was beautiful. I can see some some of the Chicago some of the Chicago runners running along the lakefront, getting their mouths in on Friday morning. It was wow. it was beautiful. It was awesome. It was awesome. You stayed there all weekend. We stayed there from Thursday to Monday. Woo! It was beautiful. Wow. It was beautiful. We neglected our children. It was wonderful. It was awesome. We sent them to their other parents. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was amazing. My mom came through for August. I didn't have August until like Monday. Wow. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, so I go to Toronto. We fly into Toronto. Uh, me, me and Karen, we go there. We come in. I think, what, the night before we caught our flight, our flight was early. We only slept for two and a half hours. I don't remember what I was doing on Wednesday, but I had a lot of shit to do during the day. Right. And I ended up uh ended up not coming home and packing until like late at night and stuff like that. And so of course, you know what I'm saying, we was packing, we did our whole little thing. Um stuff for two and a half hours, got up, caught this flight to Toronto. We get into Toronto, dump early in the morning, hit the Airbnb. Don't even unpack. Just leave shit there. 
And then we turn around and we drive back into Toronto to meet up with uh, uh, Quentin and all of them from Toronto so we could drive down to Niagara Falls. Okay? How far is that? I was like a two-hour two-hour drive, I think, from Toronto to Niagara. Okay. It was just really long because we were really, really tired. Right. Um, we get down to Niagara Falls about like five, six o'clock in the afternoon for escape to Toronto, right? Right. So we're doing this Ragnar style run, you know, relay run, right? And we're supposed to run from Niagara back to Toronto. Well, the run don't start until midnight. So we just there. But as we there, more and more people. I mean, it's like six vans full of people, right? So more yeah. and more people showing up. Like, like, like I said, like a lot of these other crews from the city, from outside of this, from different parts of, of the United States, everybody just slowly pulling up, coming, coming, coming. The guy Harold that I talked about earlier, he walked over the border. I don't that nigga just came, you know what I'm saying? He didn't fly in, he didn't drive he in, walk. just walked across the border <laughs> with a box full of shit, a flag, like just have this walks over here and um joins us. <laughs> and so uh CLA has a pretty big presence in Canada because I didn't realize they was a Canadian brand and whatnot. Um, so a bunch of people from CLA was there, some armed people was there. It was just really, really, really a lot of people. Midnight, me and Karen. Okay, so they had they had three bedrooms, right? Mm-hmm. Just for anybody. Want to take a nap? Want to do whatever? Want to change clothes? Go to those things. Me and Karen goes into one of the bedrooms. We lay down on the bed together. We real tight. We real close. We sleeping. Okay, we going hard. At some point, several other people decide they want to sleep in that room too. Dang. So we woke up to like room littered with people taking naps and stuff like that. Uh, we go into the bathroom, this tiny ass hotel bathroom, because it wasn't no luxury hotel. It was probably yeah. like a motel. So the bathroom was small as hell. So we in there trying to change real quick with each other and stuff like that, get ready to run. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know. I'm trying to shorten the story up, but it's just a lot of shit. No. <laughs> We get into our vans, okay? The run starts, the first leg of people, they take off, they go, bam. Right. You know, oh, no, before that, before that, we ran from the hotel to Niagara Falls, right? To the actual falls. As a warm-up? Yeah, basically, basically. So we walked over there a little bit. We could see it because it's so fucking big. You ain't need to get up close. But when we started <laughs> running, we actually got up on the falls. Like, wow. and it was lit up. It was looking beautiful. It was awesome, right? So it was a mile there and a mile back. So that's two miles on our legs. Friday morning, right? Because it's technically after midnight. We get in the van. the first day go. We the van speeds up, goes off, waits for the first for the first round of people to come in. I know this is about to rain, right? I wasn't supposed to be doing this shit. I was supposed to be at the Airbnb sleep. You right. Know what I'm saying like this is supposed to be for everybody else. Right. I'm at the Airbnb. I'm now. I'm in the van. I'm in the shit. It looks like it's gonna rain. I'm the only person in the van with like some rain gear, right? Because I brought my Nike shit with me. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll run the second leg. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody got to get wet. I'll be dry. I'll be good. So I get out. I do the second leg. I do the second leg. Nigga, I'm thinking niggas is chilling. We having fun. We doing nine. No, 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 no. We doing eight thirties. No, you know how many miles? 
for like five or like six, like six miles. Exactly. Like like five or six miles. Okay, so we 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 cruising. I mean, don't and don't get me wrong. It was mostly down here. Okay. In the pitch black. Well, it wasn't right. black. It had a few street lights and stuff. But we running mad residential. We running along <laughs> Lake Ontario in residential areas. We running down Wine Road, but it's pitch black, so you can't see none of the venues. Right. Stuff like that. It's just really, really, really big ass houses that was pitch black inside. Like not a lamp on, not you know, the little light over the stove, nothing. Nothing, just pinch back. So it looked like there's probably a ghost staring at you from the inside of these houses, right? Right, right. We run in. On this run, I meet a guy who has a run store in Toronto called Culture Culture Athletics. Uh, super dope store. Went there to visit. His name is Nigel. Really cool energy. I loved it. Um, we spent about a, about a good 30, 45 minutes talking about being run store owners. So that was really good energy. Yeah, um, I was able to slow down to like a nine nine thirty for that last uh, mile, mile and a half, a mile or half a mile and stuff like that. So I got to slow down. But mind you, this is Friday before marathon race. I'm running eight thirties for five miles. I currently have seven miles on my legs on this Friday morning. Okay, Mm-mm. we get back into the city about two p.m. Karen does like the fifth or six leg or something like that. Of course, she keeping up. I came in at the back of my pack. She came in at the front of her pack. She cruised. She had a, a good old time. You know what I'm right. saying? She loved this scary shit. Running in the dark. Got a headlamp on. She's loving it, right? Um, mind you, there's no real sleep in these buses. Because when you're not running, you might be napping. But you getting up every stop to cheer for the people coming out and cheer for the yeah. people going out. Yeah. So... Aaron waits until like later in the morning, like about maybe like around five, six, seven o'clock in the morning to do his run. Right. So all of us, about seven, eight miles on our legs by the time we get to Toronto at 2 p.m. We get to Toronto at 2 p.m. We immediately pull up to where the expo is at because that's where the last leg is going to finish is where the expo is at, which is like this beautiful, you'll see it on the pictures on my Instagram. It's like this beautiful, like, statue situation right there it's like super wonderful so mm-hmm. we park we walk 800 meters back because the niggas that's what they use for distance and shit meters and kilometers so we, <laughs> we, we walk 800 meters back to like this random parking lot and wait for the last lad to come through and then we run back <laughs> to the finish line where the official of uh say to toronto finishes Boom, then we yeah. take pictures, we get lit, we do all of that. We go get our bibs. Toronto's marathon is super easy. You can switch your corral to any freaking corral. Like I was in blue, which was like maybe like third. No, I was in green, which was like third. I could have went to red in the front, but ended up switching to yellow for me, Aaron, me, Aaron, and Karen to all be together. Mm-hmm. Um it was it was a really small expo, but it was also really flexible as far as the marathon goes. Go back to the crib, which is outside of the city. Take a shower, freshen up. Go back to this event later that night in Toronto. Cool ass event. We have us a good time there. They decide they're gonna go to Soho House and hang out in Canada. I do not. I Uber back to the crib and I go to bed. Right as you should. Every, 
everybody knows the most important night to go to sleep is the night before the night before the race. Yeah. I Uber immediately. The Goodbye. minute they say, oh, yeah, we going, I Uber. And man, it was an Uber two minutes away waiting on me to press the button. I pressed <laughs> the button. It took me home. I was asleep by like 10 o'clock. Amazing. Nine hours of sleep. Saturday morning, get up. We going to the shakeout run. We think the shakeout run is going to be really cool, really easy, really simple. It was not. It was <laughs> supposed to be a three-mile run, which is what shakeout runs are. It was right. a five-mile art tour. Okay. Oh, no. It was... It I was beautiful. It was awesome. Shouts out to Nacho. Shouts yeah. out to the Snake Run. I don't remember uh-huh. the young Asian woman's name. She was freaking awesome. She really got down. She gave right. us a lot of information. I wish I remember her name. She was dope as hell. Five miles later, I'm coming down the hill doing 7:30. I'm feeling good. I'm enjoying myself. The sun, because it was raining at the start of this run. Okay. At the end of the run, the sun was out. I was, yeah. I was feeling beautiful. Jacket yeah. off, doing 7.30, coming down yeah. the hill, like stride just wide the fuck open. On a Saturday before the race, we are currently at, <laughs> we are currently at roughly 14 miles on the legs at or in or above race space. <laughs> Day before the marathon, okay? Mm-mm. So we go. We wait for three hours to get a table at this restaurant, which was damn near worth the wait because the food was really good. We finally go grocery shopping. We go home. We chill for the rest of the day here on Saturday. Sunday morning, boom, we get up. We go into the marathon. Drive down. Everything's going well. Everything's going awesome. We got everybody's there taking the whole Bridge the Gap community, taking a picture in front of the Toronto sign. Um, the, the gear check situation was super simple, super easy to deal with. You know, uh, the bathroom situation was really easy. Like, everything was going off right. Your boy could not take a shit, if, even if it killed him. I don't know <laughs> what was going on. I could not get one to happen, but we ready. We good. I'm starting to get stressed out, though. I want to be in the corral. They want to hang out. I leave their ass. I go to the corral. Guess who's already at the crowd? A person who was waiting on the entire time. Aaron left our ass and went to the corral as soon wow. as possible. So he's already, he he's there. Yeah. He's ready to run. Kayla Jeta is there. You feel me? Because, of course, Kayla is also everywhere in fucking Toronto. You pass a little lemon store, you see Kayla stretching. You she know is the woman. Yeah. She, she, she is, is that Lulu. girl. Okay. She That's what I'm going to start calling her from now. Lulu. Is Lulu. She? What's good, Lulu? Hey, Lulu, what's good, Lulu? Hey, Lulu. Everywhere, right? So she there doing the half marathon, which is kind of dope. The 5K, the half, and the full is all ran on the same day at the exact same time. And you just peel off? You just in the corrals together, okay? I love that. Just go. Just fucking go. Figure it out. Your sign, right. You know? We'll figure it out. Bam. Race starts. We cruise, and of course, Aaron and Karen, they take off. They doing like 830s. My goal is to do a four-hour marathon, right? So the three-hour and 55-minute crew is like, they come up, they pass by me, which they supposed to. And I'm like, all right, well, cool. As long as I stay behind them, but in front of four hours, I'm Gucci. I'm straight. Just keep going. Yeah. What I don't realize is that 
that is roughly an 8.45, 8 minute and 45 second pace. That is nowhere near what I should be running for the first half of said marathon. My original plan was to run a 9.30, a 9.15, a 9 minute, and then maybe an 8.45 along the last leg, okay? Got it, That yeah. is not what happened. I ran my first half of that marathon in one hour and 51 minutes. Damn. Average pace, 8.30, my nigga. <laughs> Pushing, bro. <laughs> Pushing. 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 But listen, this is the... Listen, runners, this is the bullshit that you tell yourselves after you cross the finish line and you swear you're feeling good. I was like, I'm going. I'm like six miles in. I'm like, okay, I did six miles and like 50-something. I'm like, listen, if because I made a joke in the corral when I saw, because you got the uh, half marathon paces there, and it said mm-hmm. 150. I was like, damn, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish my first half at 150. That was a joke at that point in time, okay? Six miles later, that was a real fucking thing. I was like, if I could finish this first half in 150, that yeah. gives me 10 minutes. That gives me a 10-minute right. buffer to hit yeah. four hours. Right. Runners, you can easily fuck up a 10-minute buffer. That is Easy, not yeah. that wide. No, I was going to be like, I'm, I was with you, but I also am like, okay, if you go to the bathroom, if you need to tie your shoe... That is not that wide of a gap. Yeah, you can be drinking water. All that shit can add up. Listen, first half done in 151. I'm cruising. I'm feeling it. Legs starting to get heavy at mile 13. I ran so many miles. My head turned to the left because some runners was coming back this way. Because I'm looking for my fiance. I'm trying to see her. I don't see her. She's gone. She's in the ether. She's moving, right? So um, I'm cruising, I'm running, maybe mile 16, I finally see her. She, she, she didn't even see me. She was just running, focused, in the zone, stride, beautiful. My legs heavy. Her legs light as a feather. She is going. Um, maybe like a minute or so behind her comes Aaron. I'm Aaron looking good. He feeling strong. He's pushing through. Um, um, and then I'm, I'm, I'm not too far behind them. At some point, I saw Aaron in front of me, and I was like, this is like mile 20. I'm cramping. I got all type of cramps, like just all type of fucking cramps. You know, I made another horrible decision. I decided to put Morton's in my bottle instead of noon. That was a horrible last-minute decision. Also, probably uh, I stopped to piss, which I would never do again a day in my life. I would just pee on myself, and I hold it. I would never stop to intentionally pee on a race ever again. But I saw. I mean, but pause, pause, pause. Actually, pause. One, did the Morton get? Was it too gelatinous? And two, is it just because it's difficult to take all your clothes? Like for me, it's like going to the bathroom. It's like taking my shorts off and putting them back on a sweaty body that's like vibrating all weird because I'm freaking out. My body, it's like my blood is. My blood is pumping different. I swear I'm like a whole different, on a different level of vibration. Like it's, it, yeah, I don't know. I can't, like going to the bathroom really is like, it It just fucks up the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, for me, I feel like I'm just, I'm just letting out a lot of nutrients and I don't want to let oh. out a lot of nutrients. But uh, it's not, if it's in your bladder, if it's in your bladder. That's what Karen said. But also I am, 
Chicago. I'm I'm from Chicago. What? We are superstitious about our sports. Okay, I am what? never. This is my second time peeing and then cramping during the race. Prior to, okay. if I don't pee, I do not cramp. So I will never. I will never ever pee in between the start line and the finish line ever again in my life. Well, Secondly, man. Morton's does not have enough sodium for me. Okay, oh. that's what I realized. The black gels and the black powder does not have any sodium in it. The caffeinated gels and the caffeinated powder does have sodium in them, but I don't believe that they, the gels do not have enough and the powder, you're just not going to drink enough to have it. So I should have had some salt tablets if I wanted to do more. Those are my favorite things. I love salt tablets. Either way, I should have stuck with the noon. That's what I yeah. should have did. They had noon on the course, but by the time, because I really don't trust course anything because niggas just be mixing shit wrong. <laughs> by the time I decided to trust it and go for it, it was too late. I was already crap. But how can you up. mix Gatorade wrong? Either it's gonna be too potent or it's gonna be watered down. And it's like is that gonna and you taste I don't it. Know. But yeah. if it's watered down, then it ain't you ain't not getting enough. You're not getting then enough just, True. Facts. Yeah. The salt um, tablets is a good tip. You just gotta put them in something so that they don't melt in your pocket because they get activated by water. Yeah. Yeah. True that. True. Yeah. Yeah. So Ziploc bag. Yeah. Something like that. It works. Karen had a salt tablet. She was fine. She did not cramp. She went ran amazingly. Yeah. Okay. But I get up to a certain point. I see Aaron. I'm like, maybe I could catch him. Maybe I can catch up to him and stuff like that. Right. This nigga, he was struggling. He was struggling. Okay. He was he was struggling like I was struggling. But our struggle was not the same because that nigga looked back, saw me, and was like, fuck no. <laughs> And I did not see him again until I crossed the finish line. Yeah, we're not. Nope. <laughs> he was like, Bye, fuck no. Bye, Ian. Fuck no. <laughs> that nigga took off, bro. Took off. I could not catch him. Gee, I was cramping so fucking bad. There was a point where I was running. There was a point where I was running where I was like swinging my leg, right? And I was like, had the whole like boom. I couldn't even bend the left leg. Oh, I was no. doing a 10-minute pace. Oh, I was no. swinging my leg. Like I was running. So fucking hard, right? So fucking hard. Oh my god! But you know, I also don't like the with? fact that they they count in kilometers. It's just the numbers get too high. It's not twenty six point two. It's, it's forty two point like two or something. Yeah. The, the numbers get too high. I don't like that. <laughs> shit. Like, why am I running all of these numbers? I passed twenty six two hours ago. The numbers you- are getting too high. But at least you see the numbers come more frequently because they're. they're I don't shorter. want to see bigger numbers more frequently. <laughs> <laughs> That's the same thing Garrett was saying. Like I loved it. Oh, I, get, you I was going to check my fish faster. Fuck no! I don't want that. <laughs> so, boom! I crossed the finish line. I'm feeling good. Oh, you should have seen me that last 200 meters. What's his name? Um, Kevin from Heartbreak was there. He was yeah. filming me. I wanted that nigga to go away so bad. <laughs> so bad because I was dying. He had the camera. He was like, go in. Let's go. Da, 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 da. I appreciate all his kind words. I just went ahead and get that camera out of my face. I did not want to be seen like that. I look up. The clock says four hours and 20 minutes. I'm like, fuck no. So I'm pushing. I'm going. I'm like, I am not going to run this. At the same or slower than I ran my last marathon, I am fucking pushing. I get across that finish line. I'm like, okay, I did it. It wasn't two hours and 26 minutes. Let's go. 
I'm here. I get to Karen. Come to find out, I didn't take into consideration that they started the clock long before I started running. Yeah. Like, they started so, when the elites start. Right. So you got to wait take, for your I, official time. I actually finished in four hours and 11 minutes. So wow, I had a 15-minute PR. Yes. Look at you. Yes. I was Phenomenal. super happy. I was super happy. I was like, there we go. I can take that. That's cool. I was going for a 30-minute PR, but that's fine. I'll take the 15 minutes. That's cool. And then my fiance opens her mouth. She starts talking. I ask her, when did you, uh, what was your time, baby? I, I think she's going to say three hours, 50 minutes, something like that, three hours, 45 minutes. She says, I finished in three hours and 35 minutes and zero seconds. Okay. That's Now, mind you, she also stopped four times to fill her water bottle. No, she didn't. She Karen's stopped hilarious. four times to Karen fill her funny. water bottle. She's okay. hilarious. She, she out cares, there running the ch- But ultimately, she cares more. She's a good. She's like a good example of like, at the end of the day, she's going to do what the fuck she wants to do. Yeah, I mean, she, was, she didn't have a time goal. She just wanted to yeah. give her best effort, run. So that was like, she wasn't focused on a number and stuff like that. She, was, she had some paces that she wanted to hit. Do this, that, and the third, which she actually ran faster than she planned on. But, you know, she just, she, so stopping, she was like, I need more water in this water bottle. I'm going to stop, get some more water. Like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Four times. This motherfucker on her first marathon, which wasn't flat, by no stretch of the imagination, there was heels. There were mm-hmm. fucking climbs. Boston qualifies her first marathon. That's so badass. You can run Boston in 2024. Done. <laughs> okay, baby. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. Right. You win. There you go. I love it. This is where we are. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. I'm I'm at the end now. We go. We have a beautiful time. We dancing. We partying. We we joking. It's 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 lit at the club. Everything that night. It was wonderful. Um. They told everybody go down to the basement because it was bigger. No, it was not bigger. It was cramped. Niggas like a Sean Paul video. Like niggas was cramped, whining, dancing. This shit was crazy. We wake up, right? We go, um, we go and we wake up. And then um we go, uh uh my phone's doing things. Okay. Our flight was supposed to be. It's in my calendar for 6.30, 5.30. What I didn't realize was it did not update for the time change. So oh. our flight was actually at 4.30. So we chilling. We didn't drop Aaron off, Austin off and everything. Um, oh, shouts out to David. David was there from Gumbo. David came with us. He PR'd his fucking half marathon. He ran a 128. Shouts out to David. Um, David Lattimore, fucking amazing runner. Oh, but good. He, he went to the airport long before. Us, you right? said like 4 p.m.? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's supposed to be at 4.30 p.m. I yeah. thought it was at 5.30. So we chilling. We dropped off the uh, car. We've done all of these things, right? We chilling. Yeah. We get to the thing. All of a sudden, I can't get my boarding pass. Shit ain't acting right. We go talk to the tenant. He like, why you back here? Your, bank, your plane board in like 20 minutes. Mind you, we got to go through customs, everything. Mm-mm. He over here cracking jokes. Karen over here freaking out. She's like, we never going home. 
we 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 live in Canada forever now. She she stressed the fuck out, right? So he gives us tickets. Now we gotta run. Now of course right. I come to the airport in slides because I know we oh want to. Oh my god! She in shoes. We we are literally walking up to this thing. Um, uh, Julie's faster. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, I, I gotta end it. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish this real quick. You gotta leave it on the cliffhanger. Uh, he said, "What? You gotta finish." Okay, okay, okay. I gotta finish this. Okay, we take off. Okay, we take off into the airport. I'm in my slides. She in her shoes. We running. We get through security. I I, I switch out of my slides into my running shoes. I mean, we were just literally hobbling, but now we doing full fucking strides right through the airport. We run up to customs and we just ask some people like, hey, can we get in front of you? Can we do this? Our plane leaves in like 20 minutes, da 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 da. This earlier that morning, David has sent us a text like, hey, y'all want to get through custom fast to download this app, fill it out. We do that, but we in such a panic that we didn't even think about it. So luckily, out of sea of white people, this one black woman was like, hey, you know, if you got this app, you don't even got to ask people, you can just go right ahead. And it reminds us, we filled that shit out already. So yeah. we like, thank you. So we jet through the app line, right? So we going through that. Ain't nobody in there. We get yeah. to where we actually got to speak to the person and show our passport. So we, here we are again, you know, with our little with our little cup out. Like, hey, can we get in front of you? Da, 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 da. And some people want to hear the story. Other people like, I don't need to hear the story. We get up there, come to find out we didn't even fill out the form correctly. <laughs> we fucked the app all the way up. Wow. Luckily, the dude was like, listen, don't worry about it. He asked us all of the questions. What you here for? Why you going back? What you doing? Da, 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 da. Boom. Yeah. We take off again. We got to get to gate E97. We at gate 56. I don't even know where the fuck we at. We running through Toronto airport. We like, I mean, like literally fucking booking it with all of our, all of our luggage, our bags, everything, and just flying the fuck off, right? We barely made it, but we made it to the flight. We got there, legs feeling amazing. I mean, like Aaron had told us that his coach had told him we should do a 30-minute run the next morning. None of there us you go. do it. So we didn't do it, but we ended up having to run for 20 minutes through the airport. Legs felt beautiful. I mean, all of that lactic acid was gone. I was all limber and shit until I sat on the plane for two hours and right. then it was back again. That was my recap. I have nothing. Damn. That's great. <laughs> crazy, 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 but also amazing. I can't wait to like, I mean, definitely need to um, get some photos so that we can put it on our social media so people can see what the vibe was out at Escape and also for Toronto. Because it, I mean, it seemed like the vibes were live. Go check it out. I mean, listen, I told this story that way because that was the energy. The energy was yeah. constant and fucking going <laughs> the entire freaking time. And it was, <laughs> Amazing Quinn Parkdale 504, the Brizzy Gap community, uh, Mike, Dre, Jason, Anok, uh, 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 I'm gonna miss people's names, Jonathan, Cashew, Poppy. Like, like it was fucking awesome. Like, the energy, Nico was amazing. Like, I, I can't even remember everybody's name, but like, it was just, uh, it was. It was fucking beautiful to be out there with 
all of those runners to be in that community, to be welcome into that community. It was such a beautiful weekend. I mean, Quentin let us use his blender because Karen had to make her, because she don't use like branded gel. She out here making syrups and apricots and all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? She used maple syrup. That's where she ran her first marathon, her first Boston qualifying marathon off of fucking water and maple syrup. Wow. I mean, it's sounding convincing. I might need the recipe. It's maple syrup. That's the recipe. That's maple syrup. You said she was blending things. No, so she was going to do apricots, but then she changed her mind and didn't do apricots. Got it. I mean, yes. maple syrup, is sugary. Does she add salt to it? Uh, I think so. I think she had a little bit of salt to it. And then, yeah, I mean, well, if you have your salt tablets, you take your salt yeah. tablets and then you yeah. have your syrup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, okay. crazy. That's what she ran it on. But listen, I, I gotta go. I'm sorry, I gotta end this mad abruptly. My phone is being blown up. Family being family. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another podcast episode of the Running Stuff Podcast. <laughs> we love y'all. Follow us, share, like, reply, add your comments. Peace. All right. Peace.